At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello all, and welcome to this week's Q&A. Uh, brought to you from the garden. Uh, I got it's Friday, Friday quarter past four. So if you put your comment after Friday quarter past four, it's going on next week's. Uh, yeah, I've got to finish. It's been a rubbish week. <laughs> I think about the worst week I've had in ages, but it's not really the week's fault. Monday, I had to have a taco done in the lorry. So that kind of put me off the road all day Monday. But I did pick up a job on Monday afternoon to deliver first thing Tuesday morning. Delivered it Tuesday. And then, of course, the, like, the, um, the protests, the Extinction Rebellion, the M25 being gridlocked. Couldn't get a job all day Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday were a bit Mickey Mouse. Uh, today has been OK. Mainly because I've got loaded, I'm, I'm geared up and ready to go for next Monday. But never mind, so these happen sometimes. Sometimes the weeks don't pan out, sometimes they do. But I'm counting down the weeks till Christmas, can't get some time off. So I've um, got to get me head down and uh, do some work. So in the meantime, enough about me, let's talk about you. What do you think of me? No, I'm recording with a mic, by the way, because Mick Nick at um, London Creative says, um, my mate Nick over there got his own channel, London Creative, uh, says it sounds better with a mic. So... I think it's probably right, in fairness. So what we got? Firstly, a big hello again to Domain Name Guy. Mate, where you been? <laughs> Apparently he's been around, he has been listening, but he has been comments. Missed the comments. I like the comments, you know. So, uh, And he did leave a comment, but it disappeared. That happens sometimes too. I've gone back trawling for it, I can't find it. Um, and he was talking about the emissions, I think, and it's just disappeared. It happened to Godzilla's once, disappeared off the face of the earth. And I was a particular one that I wanted to recount. I couldn't find it. I found it eventually, but I can't track it down. But mate, welcome back. Not that it is welcome back. Well, welcome back for the vocals and thank you for continuing to watch. And also firstly this week, a big shout out to Archie Milligan, who's got his first job on Friday on a curtain side. So watch his space. Archie, we'll be watching avidly or we'll be looking for, um, you know, we'll be looking for updates on the whole thing. So there we go. So this week was mainly about the online bids and does doing online bids kill the relationship between um, the courier and the shipper? Shane Hardy 
says, I think online bids can only put, a per, only put a herd in place for new guys on the CX. I suppose the best thing to do in a situation as a new CX driver is to put in a quick call and explain why you're ringing. I think in fairness, you've got a good point there, because in the beginning, I, I always said do both. Uh, I don't do both so much anymore. And maybe it's because I've been doing this for a little while now. Maybe I've been settled into it. Maybe it's because I'm in lorries. But a lot of the time now, I'm not so inclined. But um, if you're at the beginning, ring up. Maybe a, a little bit little bit cheaper. Only a little bit. I'm not, don't cut your own throat. A little bit cheaper. Ring them up and go, listen, I'm new, but I'm keen. I can do it. I've got the kit. I'll do it a little bit cheaper. I want some decent feedback. It might be just enough to get you to win the job, get you out there rolling. Uh, TC Services says, oh, one away. Two something. I always forget the right speech down. He uh, says, says, I do both. He said, as you said, if I'm in the area and I'm about to leave, I'll call them. This is a good line. If you want to put a call, if you want to put in a call to something that says online bids only, you can use the excuse. It may not be excuse. It might be real. Ring them up and go, listen, here's the thing. I'll put a bid in that job, but I'm heading home now. So I need to know, is it worth my while hanging around? How close am I? Um, is it worth my while hanging around? And sometimes they'll go, yeah, we're waiting here for the customer, in which case it's a magic job and you might as well go home. Um, or sometimes they'll turn around and go, uh, you're, you're the cheapest, but we're waiting to hear back. Or sometimes they'll send you it, or sometimes they'll go, um, don't know, mate, just have to wait and see. So, but it doesn't hurt. And it, it's not a bad little ruse, or even an honest thing, to turn and go, look, I'm on my way out, or I'm new, or I know it says online bids only, but I'm, this job really suits me and I really want it. What do you want to pay? And then a little bit of negotiation there. Sometimes there's a difference between winning the job and not winning the job. He says, so I will call him. He says, on the other hand, I have called a shipper and been told that it's online bids only. Yeah, sometimes again, that's happened to me before. It's online, but you go, okay, mate, sorry to waste your time, I'll hang out now. And then five minutes later, they ring you and go, you put a bid in, I went, yeah, I spoke to you five minutes ago. Um, last week I picked up a job and delivered it to the shipper's office I personally felt they were quite rude and couldn't wait for me to leave I got the impression it's just all about money with some companies maybe it's just old school but I always treat everyone with respect doesn't matter who they are yeah this, I'm coming into this a lot recently um, not so much the rudeness but the fact that it's all about money and I, I, I've started to develop I've noticed loyalty and I've said before about the idea of um shippers grooming you and the well not that sounds a bit heavy doesn't it but about the idea of becoming loyal to a shipper and i don't know it depends on the firm but i'm finding a lot of the time the people that are, are mates of mine or the ones that i've developed i, I end up doing them favors and i basically end up shooting myself if i end up giving them a better deal than i would give some complete stranger on the cx despite the fact they know they're going to get a good service and i'm thinking it should be the other way around now you know me you should go, look, Peter, the job normally sells for this, but we're going to bung a little bit extra on me because we know it's you doing it and we know I'm not going to get any phone calls of grief. So I'm rethinking the system. I'm sure that'll all come out in the videos. I'm sure it will. Uh, Clive Littlewood says, as a shipper, we do prefer online quotes simply because we're too busy to answer six CX drivers' calls about one job. Six, sometimes you get 20 to 30, I'm sure. Um, we will always talk... We'll always call the winning bidder and let them know they've got the job and have a quick chat if needed. Build a rapport by calling when you are um, packaged on board with an ETA, if you like, uh, when you drop. Let us know if everything's okay and confirm invoice and requirements. So another good point there. If you're looking to build a relationship with a, with a shipper, 
So it's not just a matter. Of, so if if it's not just a matter of winning the job, you're just actually trying to get your name out there. Then maybe a good idea is when you picked it up, just give me a little call saying, right, all picked up, everything's fine. All just making sure I've got two pallets on board. Just making sure it was only one, but it was two boxes. When it, it what they are going there, yeah, lovely. And then when it's done, give them a call say everything's done, no problems. Go to upload the uh, paperwork. Any chance for a bit of feedback? You know, don't hurt, does it, really? So, and uh, C11 Yan says, um, um, online quotes are so easy. Once you get to know the drivers, you can bang a job over, no need to call. They don't speak to me, I don't speak to them. They accept the job, put the tracker on, and we both get on with the rest of our lives. Sometimes customers send multiple jobs over saying, I need this done for 120, 200, and say 150. I can post out the same page, 95, 175, 120, which makes it so much easier just like drop shipping it's also quite nice if someone if if you we do this sometimes as well if you get a decent amount of money on the job or you know you want to get on the job say right this is what i've got take your bit of time and say job pays because from our point of view sometimes the job pays oh that's nice i'll do that what i hate is when i say job pays going from london to glasgow in an 18 ton truck job pays 17 pound 50 and you think no it doesn't doesn't does it really it does not in a million years pays a grand well, if I was a backload, it might pay 700 quid if you're lucky, but don't don't hit me with a Mickey Mouse because you're just going to leave it on there. No one's going to pay any attention. But So, that's that on that one. Um, best boots. <laughs> it was kind of a follow-up because two years ago I had them boondocks and they were great. Although, as my father-in-law said as we were sitting around the table, who repairs shoes anymore? I, know, I do. I bought Stromshire, I've repaired my boots several times because they're raving dear and they were a great pair of boots. But, and also I've got to say, I don't know how well they would have fared on a building site because if I was walking around on them all day long, I think I would have worn through them in about six months. But because I'm sitting down all the time, the only bit that really gets wear is the heel of my right foot where the, um, where the pedals go up and down. Because you haven't got, the left foot doesn't get you wear because I'm an automatic, I? so I haven't got a clutch. But yeah, so they're expensive. So, were I going to replace them with another pet? No. But you guys have been kind enough to give us your suggestions. So, um, Shane Hardy says, you've definitely got plenty of life out of them. He said, I was using boots where the sole had worn through. Didn't notice, but the missus did and she went mental. I didn't notice. <laughs> I suppose if you're, it depends on whether you, the only time you ever seem to notice when you've got a hole in the shoe is when you're walking around and you go, my left foot feels a bit wet and a bit cold. And then you realise it's there. Otherwise, who looks at the bottom of their shoes? You wouldn't see it from the insole, so who looks at bottom of the shoes? It's not something I do on a regular basis. Um, Andy Darwin says, buckle boots, best you can buy, start from 53 notes, comfortable out of the box. I'll give them a look, mate. I'll give them a look. I'm going to give them all a look. Um, Jim on the run says, screw fair footwear, cheapest, cheapest chips for warehouse and yard steelies all the way, but I tend to drive in trainers as they're more comfortable and I can feel the pedals. I went for ID, I used to have steels. The first two pairs were steels, then I went to the composite. I can highly recommend the composite. Um, the thing about trainers, I thought about this before, but if you're driving trainers, then you're going to jump out, and I know what's going to happen. I'm going to jump out, and I'm not going to put my boots on. Because the thing is, you don't always need boots. Very rarely do you actually, do they go, someone going to stop you and go, you aren't wearing safety boots, mate, you can't come in. If you've got them in the back, you go, well, I just put my boots on. But then what I found on Thursday this week, I went to put the tail down, dropped it on my foot. And because the tail goes, normally goes like that, and they have to press another button and it goes like that, but I'd had it like that, so I'd ping the things over and it went bang, and it didn't go on a toe cap. 
it went on the bit kind of um, on the top of the flat bit of my foot where it kind of meets your ankle. Because so many big boots on me, leather boots, okay, it's not the same protection, but there was some protection. And I thought, if I'd have been wearing trainers, that would have really hurt. And the problem is, you don't know when you're going to drop a tail lift on your foot or when someone's going to let go of a great big board and it's going to go down and you're going to put your foot out to catch it without thinking and it goes bang and smashes your foot. You never know, which is why I'm a big fan of wearing the boots all the time. If they get, too, if they get uncomfortable when you're driving, just take them off and sing it to one side, drive in your socks. <laughs> that way, you can't get out of the lorry without putting your boots back on. Little tip for you there. <laughs> You can drive in your socks. It, gets, it takes a little bit to get used to. Once you get used to it, it's fine. Uh, domain name guy says, uh, Weld, Veltuff, V-E-L-T-U-F-F, trainers, safety trainers, the best in my opinion, and Veltuff make their own brand of safety, safety clothes too. I shall be looking them up. And once again, welcome back to the comments. <laughs> um, uh, Steve, and Steve at SDC Services said, Sketches composite toe cap trainers for me comfy and Godzilla's asked where can you get them from because he's got the problem because I think he's at the airport only with his um doing the truck the tankers at the airport and he says um I've got a metal detector so he says I, I, I walk like a drunk Herman Munster so you can't put the boots in front of the metal detector otherwise the metal detector picks up the boots and just goes beep all the time so he has to have Kevlar I don't know if composite works like that because I think um Composite is a little bit of both, a bit of rubber, a bit of Kevlar, a bit of metal, so the metal detector pings them up. So, there's another question out there for you. If you need safety boots, but you're working with a metal detector, what's the way forward? He also turns around and says, with my um, boondocks, he says, I wonder if someone could ship you a pair, even paying 30% in tax, post singles of samples to avoid tax. Good idea. Um, it should still come to around 200 quid, just a thought. I'm going, I think... There's the English version out there, and I'm probably going to give them a try. I'm going to ask for them for Christmas, and I will give them because I've got my I've got my furry ones on at the moment, which are great boots, but they're half warm, um, and I am still going to need another pair. So, and of course, being being British rather than American, they will of course be better. Anyone who's listening in America, which is five percent of the channel. <laughs> take it with a pinch of salt. Uh, there we go. So that was boots. Um, we're still hanging on this thing about the emissions. I've got to write an email. I haven't got around to it yet. I will get around to it. Um, obviously very big at the moment with what's going on with the 25 and the Extension Rebellion mob and the, um, the Zero Oil people. So has caused a bit of uh, disruption to all of us, I'm sure, as much as I sympathise with their plight. I've still got a family to feed. <laughs> and it's, it's not my fault. And I, 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 I don't, The problem is I don't know where you'll go with it. If you've done every other avenue, if you've, tried, if you've tried petitions, if you've tried marches, if you've tried contacting your MP and nothing's happened, what do you got to do? If you feel that strongly about something, you've got to do it. The problem is there's a concept in um, society called civil disobedience, which is fine, which means if you feel strongly about breaking the law, you should break it, but you will have to take the consequences for your actions, which I'm sure they probably all will. So we'll see what happens there. Unfortunately, today they've stopped. So I did actually get around to Eastbourne in less than five hours. Um, Sim6699, destroyed name, said, man-made climate change is a lie. It's the sun. Um, you're part right there, Sim. It, it is the sun, yes. The thing is, it's not just the sun. I mean, if you think about it, planets from the sun, Mercury, very close to the sun, that's got a temperature of 333 degrees Fahrenheit. Next planet from the sun, Venus, should be cooler 
because it's further away from the sun, that's got a temperature of 867 degrees Fahrenheit, which is three times as hot. The reason is because it's got all this gas swirling around it, and the gas heats up and it heats the planet up. We've kind of got the same thing going on. We've got these emissions, we've got these gases, it's not right. The question is, is what they're doing about it right? And is it actually the right way? And is it actually helping? And this is the problem I've got. But this, we talk enough about this. Tajish will get the ump if I keep talking about it. So you leave me with that one. I'll get an answer to that one. But we did have another update from Godzilla, so he's always the mind on this one. And I thought there's actually something else I remembered here. He says, more, more fun with facts here, more fun with maths. The catalytic converter on your car works by altering exhaust gases. The cat only works when it's up to, up to temperature, which takes around 20 minutes to get to temperature of around 400 degrees for it to work as it should. The average car journey in the UK is eight miles, with 50% of it at just two miles. How long does it take to drive this distance? So how often did your cat in reality actually work? But it's okay, we're saving the world and we're having this, aren't we? He says, I expect given that given most vehicles still pass emissions on the MOT test, when you gut a cat, it's most engines are lean burn rather than are lean burn these days, so run hotter. You'll use better fuel, have ECUs and keep your fuel in check. And this has, uh, has, uh, has thus been a major step of in reducing emissions. It's interesting, this, I was speaking to my mate Welsh Chris today, and he said, he, well, speak people I know, um, a guy he knows who maps cars, he said since he's mapped the cars, the actual emissions have gone down. I also know a guy um, far, far away who um, has turned off the Abloh and all these trucks. And when I said, well, what do you do when you actually take them in for the emissions test? He said, oh, they still pass. So I want to know how much of this is real. I'm, I'm, I'm happy if it is real, I really am. But if it's not real and we're all being lied to, then I'm, I'm getting the ump. Uh, and Mr Bruce says the future is fairy dust. Absolutely, Mr Bruce. Fairy dust and magic carpets. I'm going to transport everything on a magic carpet because you don't need a towel lift. Just get the carpet to sweep underneath and pick it up. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <coughs> so, this week on The Wise Guys. Um, now, this is a question. Now, this is coming in with a CX. I've, I've heard about this. This is this trusted thing. Trust D. Which is to do with the fact that at the moment... People aren't, they aren't, the, the documents aren't being checked enough. Has the van got an MOT? Have they got insurance? Have they got goods in transit insurance? Because as a shipper, you're putting your goods on their vehicle and you don't know. They say they have, they had when they joined. So it's this thing of checking it out. It's a trusted, this is supposed to kick into gear on the 14th of October. I'm hoping this is all a good thing and I'm hoping it will stop people having, who have mates with a van jumping on like seasonal times, just sort of Mickey Mouse couriers, just, you know, pinging things across on text and stuff like that. Wasn't there also the idea of introducing something like you'd have to provide a photo or some kind of ID to say it was you, but that then starts to sound a little bit complicated in the chain. But he says, um, he said, I have looked in my area and there was at least six sole drivers whose documents were six months old and out of date, so they really need to get on top of it. So if anyone knows what's happening with this trusted thing, let us know and we'll have an update. Or is it just one of these things that's a nice idea but never going to happen? And Tajish, how are you doing, mate? Tajish Patel says, oh, because he said about renewals. Now, this is something else Franz has said. He says, for renewals, you stay on your tariff you got when you signed up. It only changes when to convert the um the package if you upgrade so theoretically now better to sign up on the biggest package and start them with the upgrade as you grow for my upgrade from a single driver to the next package is going to cost me four times what i currently pay so it's not really worth me upgrading at the moment and i think they're missing a trick here i've got a mate friends who's spoke about him earlier he's ian's mate and um and he's running europe and he wants to get this he said i want to try upgrade the cx to see how it goes in europe it's a bit, it's going to cost me as much to upgrade, which is crazy because of what I'm paying at the moment because he's been with them a long time. I said, well, if I upgrade to Europe and I decide I don't want it and I turn it in, then what happens? He said, then you have to go back to paying the big money because you've changed your package. He said, well, I'm not doing it then. I'm just going to stay as I am. So they're missing out here. There should be some loyalty to people that started earlier and also maybe somewhere trying something. Otherwise, they're just doing money. But up to them. They do what they're going to do, don't they, really? So, um, right. That's that one. We've only got a quick one on trucks today, which is from Brian Webb. He said, right, he said, how did you take the straps? How did you take the straps off without undoing the curtain on the other side? There are different ways of doing this, Brian. Firstly, in the video you watched, chances are the straps weren't on in the first place because the pallets were both 120 side by side they met the curtain and i've got load bearing straps which means if anything you strap the back one you should strap the back one the the one in the end but all the others are held in place by the straps secondly you can go around and just undo the clip feel for where the thing is undo the clip and pull it out and thirdly i've got t-pieces and that's the main one so the t-pieces hold up and you can do them but what i think i'll do brian is i'll do your own video on that one i think that's worth a video on its own strapping loads from a strapping gentleman. If I can find one, I'll get him to do it. Uh, right, and now we want a miscellaneous. Shock Arrow says, I see loads that are going from the UK into Europe, some as far away as Finland, Lisbon, etc. How, how much would be the right amount of money for you to do such a drop? 
I'll be honest with you, Sugar. I've done a video on this before and you don't get anything like as much as you think you should. Because a lot of like these loads are either taking care of foreign national drivers who come here to work or are going home after coming from here to work. And they kind of think, well, I'm going that way anyway. I'll drop it off on my way back through. But there, I'll do you a link to the video and you can, you know, okay, so try not to repeat yourself. I'm going to avoid it. Um, fuel head J says, <laughs> he said, I think my van hates me. He said, starting last week, she decided to lock herself with my keys and phone in the middle of Tesco's car park. Uh, four hours to get, um, to get four, hours to, four hours to get into the van. Presumably I had to call a man out to get it sorted, like, you know. And this morning she decided to lock the keys and me, yes, me, in the back and wait till the, I had to wait till an old lady walked past walking a dog to bang on the window, say, can you open the back door, please? He said, I think I nearly gave her a heart attack. <laughs> Bless her. But that one will go down for the as, as a contender for the alternative career driver awards remember best craziest most successful backload most um wheels fell off job was absolutely awful um most crazy directions or no directions whatsoever to a drop in fairness anything any comments things that have happened to you either brilliant or terrible please stick them in the comments because chances are they're going to fit into one category and then you can be a, in the contender i thought what i might get is badges the winners can get badges. Maybe I'll get, maybe, no, I'll tell you what I'll do. The runners-up can get badges with a funny face on, with the glasses and all that kind of stuff. And the winner wins a box of pens. There you go, Steve. You get your pen after all, a box of the wonderful pens. Um, and, 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 right, and last in the miscellaneous, Ali Tab says, love the T-shirt. Yeah, there is, there is a video on those T-shirts I used to wear. They're, um, they're a firm called um, Last Exit to Nowhere, and they give nods to films. That particular one that you're commenting on was uh, Nexus 6, so that'll be Blade Runner. I think it's a new Blade Runner, not the old Blade Runner. I've changed T-shirts now. I wear these ones now, a new firm, um, because they're longer. Because I'm actually all body. I'm actually six foot one, but I'm a 32 inside leg. I'm all body, short legs. Not very good at running. Um, and these t-shirts, and the other ones, every time I'd sort of lean over and stuff, and they, they ride up a bit, which is uncomfortable in the uh, winter when it gets cold. So I've changed over to these new t-shirts, and I would do you a link, but I asked them if they wanted to sponsor me, and they, they didn't get back to me, so I'm not going to. <laughs> and finally, in conclusion this week, Steve Campbell, who usually gets the last word, said, I'd have given you a hand. I'm sure you would, Steve, but you're, uh, you're a very nice guy, but you're not my type. Thanks very much. So that's it. Let's get dark. You know, winter is coming. I'm actually counting down the weeks now till Christmas, and I've worked out there's actually, I think it's six weeks till Christmas, but I can't count the last week because chances are that Friday before the Saturday that's Christmas Eve, not a lot's going to be happening. So it's going to be like a four-day week. So that's five full weeks till Christmas, which means from Tuesday, I've got four full weeks left till Christmas, and then I can have a rest. I haven't had a holiday at all this year. I've had the normal days off. I've had the weekends off, which aren't weekends because I'm doing this or doing the trucks or doing that. And I've had the bank holidays and stuff. But I'm thoroughly looking forward to having a rest. And as it turned out, the regular job that I was doing, I thought might run over Christmas. But because it's a plumber's merchant, it don't. They shut. So it's the countdown, guys. Time to get our heads down. Keep going. Take care. Take money. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. 
we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.